are you gonna be uh, working on the uh, street corner flipping signs for us? Uh, I just got a, I actually got a contract. Uh, it's pending right now. You're still working on some details. Yeah, I'm working on some details. Okay. I'll be spinning the sign. I've been practicing too. I'm taking uh, like classes. They actually have those. I believe it. Yeah. I bet they actually do. Like how to be a really good like son. Yeah. I could go join like a. Like I'm a expecting group. you to like throw one up like 20 feet in the air and catch like, it. Do like a your do, back. Like, do like a backflip and like, catch it. Mm-hmm. Be so sick. That's what we need. That's what we need to grow the view. You know, it'd be really here. sweet if I was like on this platform, like by a billboard, like doing like a dance, flipping a sign, and then like pointing to the billboard. You know what would be unreal? What having a billboard of unscripted exchanges? I know what I'd put it to. Let's make it happen. Everywhere. <laughs> you thought I was going to say one specific location. I did. You got me. Yeah. You really did. <laughs> I want to be on every street corner in America. Unscripted exchanges. You're taking over the dude, world. I want to be, yeah. I want to be, I want to be like, everybody knows what Walmart is. Like, I want to be like, everybody knows unscripted exchanges. But not for our, like, low prices. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> We we want to have a pretty <laughs> one size fits all you know? pretty large profit margin. Yeah, yeah. They ain't doing too bad. So I'm glad I'm glad to be here today. Are you glad to be here today, dude? I'm glad every day that we've got this show going. I'm glad I'm glad to be alive every day. You know, it's an opportunity. It's a gift. I don't take it for granted. You know. Yeah, I had a really. Um, I have to tell a story because it was something I wanted to tell you before I got here, but I have to. I, I held it. So I had a really special moment last night. So we had, uh, we were like doing a home, like a, a family movie night. We haven't had like a lay in, lay in mom and dad's bed with the girls, watch a movie. Like we have not done that, like a quiet Saturday night in a while. So we had our eight-year-old Ava up there and she's all snuggled in. And then Blake. So she's like, obviously she's just over six months old now. So she's like a lot more things are intentional, the smiling, the laughing, right? the, the playing around. But it was so cute. So I like I brought her in bed with me, and I like, had her on my arm, and she looked up at me. She turned her whole body towards me, put her arm up on my chest, and went right to sleep. Uh-huh. Like she was like, "I'm gonna snuggle in and go to sleep." Like she wasn't like trying to watch the movie. She's like, "I'm really comfortable right now, and I just want to go to bed." So she turned her body, and like, um, like within like thirty seconds, was out cold, and I my heart. Seriously, it melts so much thinking about that. It was so precious. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say she spit up on you. No, or something she like went. That. Dude, it was just like when your kid like snuggles in like that, you'll be there one day and you'll be like, Cole, I remember when you told me about that. It was so precious. So I had to share that. I have to get that positive energy out in the world because parents that are listening, they can totally relate to that. That's an awesome. Or story. people that have a puppy that likes to snuggle though. <laughs> I don't know. I need a dog, you know. You do. Everyone keeps telling me I got to get one. I know exactly what I want you to get too. If my sisters are listening. Maybe I'll get one sometime soon. I've been putting it off for a while. Doodle. Maybe the time is. You should noodle. You should noodle about a doodle. I like that. I'm gonna noodle about a doodle. Dude, noodle on that. Well, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. We are going to be diving into some awesome topics once again. I mean, every episode is jam-packed with some amazing stuff, but I am feeling extra clear today. I think Cole is as well, so want to uh, kick things off by uh, just diving on into um, some important stuff. And I think 
Go ahead. I, th- I, I was going to add. I want to add a precursor there. for everybody because Hayden does like to throw some stuff at me that I'm not prepared for. And just so everybody knows, I literally have no idea what we're going to be talking about today. Cole is quick on his feet. <laughs> yeah, which is a good. I challenged Hayden to see if he could throw me off balance. So something that I've <sighs> written about, I, I continue to to think about is. The importance of having multiple points of view, resources, opinions, because there's a lot of information out there in this world, and there continues to be. There's a lot of people that will tell you that this is the right way to do something, and then you go talk to another camp or group of people, and they'll tell you something completely different. And I think it's really important to educate people and I'm, again, raising my hand to continue myself of not always taking things at face value and making sure that you're getting multiple um, points of view, uh, checking on in from different outlets or resources uh, for your sources of information. Well, obviously, you want to make sure that they're credible resources, but it's extremely important to get more than just one point of view um, because it's really easy in this day and age to receive information that has been taken out of context or doesn't really have all of the credibility backed into it. So I want to kind of get your thoughts on what it means to you around getting multiple opinions or or points of view on like a given topic. And I can throw out a topic for example, if that helps spur any thoughts. But I, again, my, my whole stance here is don't just get one opinion. And a prime example of this would be like, if you're going to a doctor and a doctor tells you that you might have cancer and you need to do some like extreme procedure, like, would you take his word for it or her word for it? Or would you go and try to get multiple, uh, opinions from other experts mm-hmm. or doctors. That's kind of how I'm framing this up for you. So you set me up well. Um, I'll tell you this. As a parent, I like to bring it back to this. As a parent, you like constantly deal with like opportunities to get multiple inputs mm-hmm. for certain things, especially when your kid's growing. Or you, uh, there's some things you just say, I don't need it. I don't want somebody else's opinion. I'm going to do it my way. But I think that's uh, – I did see something funny actually. This guy was – I was I was scrolling the reels on Instagram, and he and he was going he was talking about the day and age we live in and the access to information, but it was actually pretty funny because he goes like it was like this pretty long reel and he was like, it, "What's what's crazy about the world we live in? It's so great that we have all this access to this information, but the really big downside is it is that because of all this information and all this free speech and all this media platforms is that we can literally go find exactly what we want to hear. So we can go, hey, I want, I'm, you know, I'm going to think about this way. I can go somewhere on the internet and find somebody's opinion that is exactly like mine and I can gravitate towards that. So I think one of the things to point out the way I look at it is again, is you, you make a good point about credibility. Mm-hmm. Like credibility is huge and you've got to like, you've got to kind of stick to those credible resources. Right. And not just go for that, you know, if you're going to get a second opinion about something, not just relying on like, you know, a a second opinion that's more of like an echo chamber kind of thing. And it could be the way you frame your questions. Like if you're Googling it, or even if you're asking somebody something, it's going to come back to like how you ask those questions. Because you could absolutely 
ask a question that's got a steered answer. Like, oh yeah, hey, would you mind like checking on this for me because I think it's this way. Well, then nine times out of ten, you're going to get a response or an article that says, yeah, it is that way, right? And this is why you're going to support yourself because you framed the question wrong. Um, so I think yeah, and I think it's all var- it all varies, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know a doctor. It's 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 relative. Like if you go to the doctor and your doctor says you need to lose weight because you're developing, you know, uh, you're you're pre-diabetic or going to become diabetic. I don't need a second opinion. In my opinion, my opinion on that, I don't need a second opinion. I don't need to go to somebody else and ask them if I need to lose weight. I can look in the mirror and step on the scale and say, hey, I've gained 25 pounds since I was 25 years old. I probably that's I probably need to lose some weight, right? You, you, you can kind of, I don't need that, but you go to the doctor and they say, you know, uh, you've got, you know, we tested your, 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 you know, blood and you know, you're pre, you've got cancer or you've got X, Y, Z and we need to do some more tests and also probably proceed in scheduling a procedure. That's a totally different story because there's a lot, that's a lot more, I guess, like invasive of your body mm-hmm. than necessarily like hey you need to lose weight so you get healthy right so i think it, it it varies and again like even with yard projects right you don't need to go look up and get in a second opinion on like how you should cut your lawn like but you know for me but if you want to go build a gazebo that you're gonna you know run some electricity to and do xyz you should probably go out and get some experts unless you've done this before it's probably a good idea to go find some credible resources that know about this stuff that can help you do it that can give you give you a good opinion of like yeah this is doable or no this is not doable and here's why you know have you checked for your water line have you checked for your electrical line how far do you have to dig down are you allowed to do that in your neighborhood so there's things again i think it's just like one of those check your credible resources make sure you have those in place um, I don't always believe in getting a second opinion. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Sure. And the the more opinions you get, you can run into like a freeze, a freezing moment where like opinion overload. Like I've asked, you know, I need to do this, and I've asked so many different things and looked it up so much. I've, uh, what is it, paralyzation by overanalyzation or something? Analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Yeah. Uh, so again, I think it's that's a loaded like a loaded question and a loaded topic, but. Again, like uh, for me, I've got you know I've got credible resources from people I know that for housework, right? Mm-hmm. That have done it before, that have remodeled or, or finished a basement. They've got skin in the game. They've got skin in the game. They've done it. Yep. They've literally. I've I've gone to their house. I've told me what. So I can know I can ask them about that. I've got you know uh, family members that have had cancer and have gone through the different things and gone through chemo and or, and or and I've had several of them, right? So. If I were to be asked, you know, I'd go to them and ask them some information, and I'd say, "Hey, what doctors did you see for that?" So you, you know, that's the way I would go, right? I've got, I've got credible resources that are not just online, that are not just googling it. Um, and then again, you know, the way you frame your questions to me is huge. You try to frame it in a way that's not leading into an answer that you really want, and that's really tough, right? Because we all want to be reassured that we're right, so we're like. Don't even ask the question if you already know the answer you want, right? If you if you know, and if you're not willing to listen, don't go don't go get a second opinion. Is my is my opinion. Oh, I love it. I, I like everything that you shared there. I think it's important to recognize when you are out on the internet uh, searching 
or performing your Google searches that you are careful, as you mentioned, how you frame those questions and also recognizing that Google and other platforms have also been known for throttling like the information that is returned. I mean, it is a query that's performed uh, behind the scenes. I mean, very few people understand how it works. And I mean, I'm not going to act like I know how it works either, but like you're also being served up some type of a biased response to some degree as well. So you have to be careful um, in that regard. The other thing that I would call out too is just the fact that quote unquote experts can be wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's all right to, you know, question what you've heard from quote unquote, these experts or these credible resources or outlets. That's called freedom of thought and critical thinking. And I think that's something else that we need to continue to push in our society is how important it is to think for yourself, be a critical thinker, understand that it's all right to ask questions, even if they are coming from your mom and your dad or uh, an authority figure. Like that is how human civilization continues to grow and evolve. You don't always want to just take information at face value or believe everything that's told. Um, we've talked about it before, Cole. You know, when you've got young kids, sometimes your response is, well, because I told you so. And that gets you so far for uh-huh. so long, only for so There's long. There's certain times when that's okay. And that too, right. But again, I'm, I'm starting to see more and more uh, people take uh, a piece of content or a news article and run with it. And they haven't really read Mm -hmm. all of the information. It's like you can be duped very easily. It's just called being careful about making sure that you've looked at some of the stuff before you go out and try to promote it yourself. And look, I'm raising my hand as well. I've done it myself. But again, just trying to be more conscientious of that and recognize that, hey, take a look at what's actually in the content or the the journal itself before you're you're pushing that because, you know, that's a reflection of, you know, who you are too and you want to be careful. Right. I, I love that you touched on the kid thing. So this is kind of a, an example I have from Friday, actually. So I took Ava to the doctor for a checkup. She came home from school, low-grade fever, which she just got a virus, right? Just a little virus. Kids get them. Yep. Um, <laughs> But we're in here, right? I've got Blake with me and Ava, and uh, our doctor. It was not her normal doctor she sees because he wasn't. He didn't have any like availability. So another doctor. I'm not going to name names. Came in and she was sweet and um, kind of went through like the regular stuff with Ava, and then she was like, "Well, I want to do a strep test just to make sure you don't have it, um, and then I want to do a." COVID test and influenza A test. Just so you know, they all can make negative. I'm sitting next to you. He's there going. Now you tell me. Really? There, Come on now. He's sitting there going, he better not. <laughs> uh, but she literally, bless her heart, she goes, first with the strep test, how far down is it going to go? And not that far down, honey. She goes, can you show me exactly how far down you're going to put that in my throat? And why? She's like, yeah. She's like, my throat doesn't hurt that much though. Why do I have to get tested? And I'm sitting there like biting my tongue because I'm like, Okay, these are these are kind of good questions, right? Yeah. So the doctor had to show her, and she's like, okay. So she did that, and then she goes, now we're going to have to do a, an influenza A. and So that came back negative, and we're going to do an influenza A because that's going around really big right now, and it's COVID. And she's, again, she goes, well, how far up my nose is this going to do? She goes, well, not that far. She goes, why can't I do it then? 
Like, and not not in a neck. Like she's right. like she's, she's like in a curious. She's like well, way. she didn't say like that. She said, "Well, then can I just do it?" Yeah. And she's like, "No, we like to to do it." She's like, "Okay, how long is it going to be in my nose?" And she's asking all these questions, and I could tell her do- this doctor was getting so irritated, and she was looking at over at me like like Are you going to say something to your daughter? Like, and I I did I kept my mouth shut. I, can't, I just like let her because these were these were not she was not being disrespectful she was not being rude she was you're gonna put some, and so she and so afterwards when her doctor left this doctor left I said honey I I, I appreciate I, you know I, I applaud the questions but you've had these tests done before she's like but dad it's been a long time and if they're gonna do something to my body I'm going to ask them why and I literally like smiled from ear to ear because that is it, it, I was like. Oh, you have a good point. She's like, I'm not gonna let jump somebody just do something to me until they tell me why they're doing it. And I am like, I'm I want to jump through the roof. I, I fireworks are going off in the background. Like all the times I've gotten really irritated her for asking questions. And like, what better thing for your kid at eight years old to tell you than I'm not gonna let somebody do something to me until they explain to me why. You're not gonna you're not gonna do something. You're not gonna mess with my body until you tell me. What's going to happen and why? It's, and she literally said that just matter of factly. And I'm like, you got a good point. She is like, wise she said beyond that. her years. I'm not kidding you. I'm like, oh. are you sure she's your daughter? I'm like, she's been listening. She's <laughs> literally like, and, and the best part about it is that she did it in a way that wasn't, the daddy wouldn't be like, you're being rude. She wasn't being rude. The doctor was just like, I don't want to be asked questions. I'm like, you know what, sweetheart? You had sound reasoning for why you asked the question. Hell yeah. I love that. You're not going to put something in my nose or put something in my throat without telling me why. Sounds like she's been listening to our episodes too. You know, the power of asking questions, the right questions, framing them up. It sounds like she did a very good job. She wasn't disrespectful. Um, And also getting into the, the, the why. Dude, her brain was like, it just, she had connected the dots. And we've talked to her about this. But she's like very much like you're not going to do something to me without telling me why you're going to do it and not in a mean way, you know. And I had like I was just so proud of her. I was so happy. Dude, I love hearing that. That's so cool. Yeah, it was cool. She's one smart cookie. Amanda, sweetheart, if you're listening, you should give Ava an extra treat for that because that was just a rock star. I don't think I told Amanda that story yet because she was at work Friday night. You you better. That's a beautiful story. I know. Well, hopefully she's going to hear this and 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 follow up with me about it. Maybe I don't tell her the story and see if she finds out about it through here. There you go. Then I'll know if she's really listening. She's just telling me. <laughs> a little test right there. Yeah. <laughs> so here's another thought that I just thought of as we've been talking about this and it kind of relates to, you know, getting multiple opinions um or, you know, sources of information. And this might kind of hit home with kind of your uh, daily uh, role and job as of being a, a sales uh, expert when, and let me do a better job of setting this up. So I'm really big into nutrition and fitness. I know you know that, but I'm repeating what? it for any Whoa. people out there listening Tell for me the more. first time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at making an investment in a sauna and I've, quickly learned that there's a lot of misinformation out there about saunas. Mm -hmm. And again, it can be overwhelming and you can get into analysis paralysis as you were describing with, you know, taking in too much information. But where I'm going with this is I've talked to a few people on the phone and I've asked, okay, 
do you have this product? Do you use this product? And when people tell me that they don't, I think that's a red flag, a very big red flag. Mm -hmm. Why are you trying to push a product that you don't use or own? You want my opinion on that? Yeah, because again, you're in sales. It To me, it's a very salesy, shady type of thing to do. Not mm-hmm. all the time, but again, that's something that I kind of, uh, red flag goes off in my mind. If someone's trying to quote unquote push something that they don't necessarily use, I understand that they might not have it, mm-hmm. but if they haven't even used the product, that's a big no no. So I'm I'm in the I'm in the <laughs> I'm gonna always come back to the situational. I'm in the situational uh, response to this, meaning depends on what the product is. So I think for a sauna, right? So if you're talking to first of all. In this situation, I'm going to give you my opinion on it. If you've reached out, that's on you. So you can't blame somebody for replying back and saying, hey, let me tell you about it. If they've never used Asana, then that, then yeah, that's a red flag because maybe like you don't know the benefits. But again, you can kind of find that stuff online, so it's situational. Um, I would say that some products you just like, there's no use case, and that's why you're selling them. So if I'm selling an HR solution software, and I work for a software company, but I don't need to use it because I'm not. I don't run an HR team. Why would I ever use my software product? Right? I'm not on a like. Do you use it? No, I don't. I, I use Salesforce because I'm a I'm a salesperson. Why would I use a HR solution software like that? To me, that's not a red flag. The red flag. Do you have people that have used it that you can point me to, and and say, hey, this is great. That's where like that that fine line is. So I think even in the sauna situation. You also don't know, like, just because they're selling the product doesn't mean they can even afford it. You got to look at it that way. Like, what's the situation? Like, they might really believe in it, but they maybe only get a 10% discount, and maybe the sauna is $10,000, and they're, uh, you know, an inside salesperson, and they can't even afford that investment, which is a whole nother topic because I think if I'm, a, as a company, I'm running my business, I'm having my people sell stuff like that, that's, like, very, very high dollar, and impactful on your body you know you should make it available for your your you should you should make your that's a whole different story your sales people should be using it because you've given them the opportunity to use it so i don't necessarily hold that against a salesperson but i question like hey if you don't use it i don't i don't question whether they believe in the product or not i just question the company as a whole mm-hmm. like if you're not if you're not influencing your salespeople to make use of the tools and the products you're selling, whether it's by giving them a discount, by giving them, you know, having like a, a place in the office where they can call like a gym, right? If you're selling health products and you have a big facility and you don't have a, a gym for your employees to work out on, like, eh, that doesn't make any sense to me, right? You're not practicing what you preach. Um, so I think it's situational, but I think for you, like you're, you're, you're talking about specifically, we're using this example, saunas. Um, to me, that doesn't surprise me if a, comp- a person's not using their own sauna. Um, but again, have they used it? Uh, and and what use case did they have with it? Or can they direct you to somebody that's a very avid customer and can tell you about their use case of it? Because, uh, you know, again, like a sauna, you don't know what where fu- people are financially. That's a big investment. And that's a lot of space. I mean, not everybody has a house, right? Not everybody has somewhere to put it. So that case 
in some other cases, like I, I can't, I don't use my product. Like I don't use retail displays, right? But I have customers that love them. So I can't, I can't go to a company and say, and they say, have you used, you know, have you used your own product? Like, no, I don't own a retail store. <laughs> why, why would I, why would I use my own product? Why would I use my own design services for myself? But I can point you to somebody that has, that loves it. That's great. I can talk and show you that. So again, situational. Um, but for me, it's, it, it's not a red flag to some extent. Um, but sometimes it is like there are times when you're like, you know, especially if like they're not using their own product, but somehow you find out they're using somebody else's product. Then you're just like, yeah, that's definitely a red flag. Like, how are you selling me this? But you're using your competitor stuff. Like, I'm just going to buy that. Right. So I think it's situational. Damn. I don't think you could have answered that any better. <laughs> that was well done. Well done. I'm clapping over here. I've thought about that before because I've had that question posed to me like, like, do you use it? And it's like you're just a true sales expert. That's how I would respond. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say like, but no, that you're right. It is very situational, and this makes me think of something else that we've briefly talked about too, and it's called binary thinking, meaning it's yes or no. And there's a million different ways to look at something. As we continue to say on a lot of our episodes, it's relative or it's situational or it's subjective, like. A lot of things aren't as easy as yes or no. And mm-hmm. as you were describing there, depending on the product or what it is, there might be situations where it's like, no, I'm an employee of this company. I really believe in it. But unfortunately, I don't have the financial means or you know, I don't have the room for it. Again, going back to my example of Asana. So that, that was really well answered. Um, so I, I just want to get some additional thoughts on, do you think that kids and even grown adults, but we'll, we'll stick with maybe kids because you, you've got kids, uh, you know. Do you think that the education system is kind of gravitating or pushing kids to think in just binary means of it's either yes or no or it's this way or the other way? I think we practice too much... Um I think yes. I think like there's we, a right answer and not a wrong answer. Like there can be multiple answers in my opinion. Sorry, I'm starting to answer my own question. No, I think you're spot on. I, I think our education system, or just as like, as a whole, we tend to like to do easy things, and that's why we like binary thinking. Yeah. We tend to like easy answers, right? And like I, I, I'm a culprit. I mean, sometimes I just want to hear yes or no. Yep. I don't want to, you know, did you have a good day? Yes, no. Okay, like, tell me more. That's an example. You're struggling with that mic, by the way, over there. No, I'm just adjusting it, just making sure it's right. Because I, my, my, well, I'm thinking as I'm doing that, right? I'm a fiddler, if you haven't known. Like, when I take big calls and stuff, I'm kind of moving. I'm kind of, my brain's thinking. So, again, there's like things, there's, there's times in life where that binary thinking, that yes or no question, you know, isn't necessarily like good by itself, right? Are you having a good day? Yes. Well, why did you like, tell me more? Why are you having a good day? I don't, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to like personal questions being binary because it's like, why ask the question if you don't want to know the answer? And there's, but there are some things in life where you, you do want a yes or no. Do you want them to be black and white? I think our education system and like us in general, like we're, we're really caught in that like gray area. Like we want 
so we want to be able to solve problems and like get into the nitty gritty. But then at the same time, that's only when it suits us. Like we don't want to discuss things when it doesn't suit us. We just want a yes or no. But then when it does suit us, then all of a sudden we need to have a full blown discussion. So we'll bring in different ideas and different solutions when it's right for us. But then when we want just one answer, then it's not okay for you to have a discussion with me. And I think that's where our, like where we're at as a society right now. And we're like we're literally losing an identity to a degree in media and in the way we like handle things because we're like we want some of this now and we're and we want we don't want it here. And it's like that's like you know, that's a that's a lose lose for everybody because again we're all opinionated and we're we're all individual human beings. So I think to a degree, yes. Um, Binary thinking is a big part of our everyday lives, but like it's so hard to get into because, again, it's all relative. Like in school, right? Memorizing is the lowest form of like education, really. Like memorizing is the lowest form of learning. But you have to memorize things as like your foundation, exactly. And build. So I told Ava the other day she's doing these mind grinders. It's called mind grinders, and it's fast facts for math. And they're going through, and they've got to get like you know, be able to finish a sheet in a minute and a half. And once they finish that sheet, they get to, they do it every week. They can move on to the next level, which is a little bit harder. And she's trying to come up with all these different ways, how to solve these problems. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's just memorize them. Like you need to move on to the next level. Five plus five is 10. You don't need to do it a different way. You don't need to over. Like this is not as, this is not a, a situation in life where you need to figure out how to solve it better or be more creative. I don't want you to be creative with your mind grinders. Like I want you to know how to two plus two equals four because you need to move on to the next level, right? That's a situation where like, yeah, binary thinking fits. Like, yes, this is how you do it. No, this is not how you do it. Mm-hmm. There's other situations where we're, you know, memorize this memory verse like, as an example. I don't want her to memorize it. I want her to understand why the verse is that verse. What does that mean? And what is what does that teach you? So there's different things again, like the school leads, lead, like in schooling, we memorize, 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 binary. And then there's things in school that we're taught, that kids are taught, and we're taught to like memorize when we should be thinking of it in a binary way, in a, in a non binary way, in a very open setting that's like, let's understand it how we interpret it. So. Again, there are certain situations where it does make sense to have a binary uh, answer of yes or no, and then there's other instances where it makes more sense to have multiple different ways to getting to end solution or that that answer. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just wanted to, to hear your thoughts on that. Um, I, I think that, yes, for the most part, the education system does value the quick and easy answer of yes and no. And there's not enough critical thinking going on. I know I keep going back to, to that phrase there. And I know growing up, I used to hate it, but the open-ended questions on test, you know, like explain, you know, what X is and why it does. Like that's where you have to not only like memorize the information, but then you have to like take it one step further and like tie together concepts and elaborate. And that's where you're really starting to learn and think and use multiple different, you know, facets of your 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 brain. brain. Exactly. Um, So if we could try to continue to cultivate a culture that allows for more 
open mindedness and, and thinking versus, okay, it needs to be done this way or that way. I think it's going to be better for society. And again, there are situations where you only can subscribe to, okay, it's either black or it's white mm -hmm. and there's nothing in between and kind of recognizing when those situations are acceptable and then when they're, they're not. So I just wanted to kind of call that out as well as we've been kind of talking around all of these different thoughts and, and questions it. and such. So I, I don't know about you, but it's a beautiful I'm ready 60, to get 65 degrees here. It's Sunday. I know you've got some time that you want to spend with the kids and uh, I got some stuff I want to do around the house. So I say we, we sign off here. I'm I'm going horseback riding is what I'm doing with with Ava. When do I get to go horseback Dude, you, riding? You're welcome to come today. Okay, all right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> put him on the spot. <laughs> hey, Hayden. Now you guys are all gonna know if he shows up or not. Uh, Comment but, <laughs> below if I show up. Yeah, See, take take, take a while. <laughs> uh, no, I think we're good to go. I'm, I'm ready to get outside. So, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I actually want to do something. I'm going to go off cusp for a second. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, no. What is he doing? Is he surprising me? Do I get a gift? No. Hold on, folks. Cole is stepping away for a moment. Oh, okay. Here he comes. If anybody else... Hold on. Talking to the mic. They can't, they can't hear you. He's getting situated again. And you have that upside down. Flip it. This Go like this. There you go. There we go. Do-do-do. Take a look at the sign. Now, if anybody else wants a sign, we've got a few more. They're going quickly. Throw it up. We'll give you a shout-out, and we'll just keep rocking. I just you'll, wanna... you'll see Cole on the corner streets uh, soon doing his I dance. I know. Should I do it? Like up, down, side, yeah, let, side. Woo! Let's see what you got going. Look, it's like floating in midair. <laughs> yeah, so please reach out to us. The signs are going quickly. We've got a, a decent amount out there in the Cincinnati market. We really appreciate it. Once again, thank you to... Patriot Signage and Lanta Creative, Luke Keefe, Mr. Keefe. You guys are doing an awesome job supporting us. So, again, head over to their company if you need any signs made. They are awesome to work with. And, again, if you go to lantacreative.com and you use Lanta 20 Exchanges, you get 20% off your first order. That's a heck of a 20%. deal. 20%. And, again, that's at Creative.com. Head over there today. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.